bare minimum of two days of adulting. That's it. You let me <laughs> on the show. Yeah. Talking about my favorite thing. I have three, count them, three, my three, Instagrams. I feel like sometime in the near future, you're going to be building a gym in your garage. I, I feel <laughs> like that's coming. I think I might be able to get a nursing degree just because there's always a Zoom study group going on in the background. Hey, what's up, you guys? This is Xavier Johnson. You're listening to a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Welcome back uh, to the all-new season of a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And this season is going to be interesting. I have some really fun things planned for this season and um, some really fun guests. I'm going to discuss a lot of different topics and things. I am back for the first time in, you know, over the course of the quarantine. I was doing quarantine conversations. I was doing episodes with friends family you know and i'm still gonna be doing that but i am back as far as with solo episodes just share my thoughts on things that are going on around the world i feel like last season as great as it was as many people that listened and as many people that have taken the time to listen to the podcast and give feedback as far as as what some things they want to hear me talk about some things some people that they want to have on some things they just want me to discuss about my own personal life uh I feel like this season I'm going to get a little bit more candid as far as I'm not going to be afraid to share my opinion on different things I'm not going to be afraid to share my uh opinion on what's going on not only politically the last two episodes were politics one-on-one with Aaron Johnson I thank him again for doing that with me right before um election day and what a hot mess that was (laughs) um and i i always said that i was going to use the podcast to tell my own personal experiences and my views on things but the first season i decided that i was going to play it safe i was going to play it safe i was going to not get too political not talk about too many think hot button issues but I just feel the need to now some things that just need to be said some things that just I have very 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 strong opinions on as far as you know everything that's going on and also along with this season we it, it's gonna be a whole lot of black a whole lot of a whole lot of the time I'm gonna be honest which is gonna be a whole lot of black a whole lot of the time because I am a black creator I am um, an African American male living in America and I mean, I just need to show my experience with that. I know before Christmas, I served on a statewide panel across uh, kind of sort of the UNC, did well, not the UNC system, but the North Carolina Community College system. And it was me and uh, four other guys with another guy that was a moderator. And they were basically asking questions about our college experience in the community college system as far as. What was it like to be an African-American male? And I sat back and I thought about it. We had known about it for a while. And I was, I, I thought, I was like, okay, I'm going to start being honest. Not, I, and not that I was not being honest before. I was just watering down what my thoughts and opinions were on different things. But on that, it was the very first time that I was able to, you know, share my own experience from my own point of view not having to water it down not having to sugarcoat it be 
they wanted us to be as raw and as honest as we possibly could because it was very important. They was like, we really want to know what it's like to be an African-American male in the UNC, in the community college system and what it was just what it was like from my own experiences and the other guys' experiences. It was an amazing opportunity. So much came out of it. But afterwards, I thought about it. I said, I want to kind of sort of turn the podcast into sharing my experiences, not only as an African-American male, but sharing my experiences as far as what's it like to be who I am in America. Some things, um, some ideas, some things that I have and just my opinions on political issues, life issues. We're still going to do life issues. We're still going to have tons of fun. I'm still going to discuss music, you know, because in quarantine, apparently all of these artists are coming out with amazing music. Court, let me tell you something. Quarantine has done great for the music industry. I have discovered so many new artists. I've discovered so many new albums. I mean, my the last album I listened to was the recent Jasmine Sullivan album that I wanted to really sit down, focus, do nothing, and just enjoy the music. And it's amazing. It's amazing. Even if you don't know who Jasmine Sullivan is, I'm going to need for you to go listen to her because she is amazing. She put out that album, and it, and it slaps. It slaps hard, too. So I'm definitely going to be discussing music. You're also going to... Follow me and my journeys as far as Netflix surfing. I am still working, but I'm not working as much. But, you know, COVID-19. And I've been doing a whole lot of Netflix searching, a whole lot of just seeing what I want to watch. Netflix is a whole nother bag of issues because I swear, if you looked at my list, my list is like four or five pages long. And it should be because I should be watching everything that's on my list, but I don't. Because I keep adding stuff to my list and I'm one of those people who will keep adding stuff, keep adding stuff, keep adding stuff and then not watch anything. (laughs) I'll be watching like right now I'm watching Dynasty and I've seen it like four times. I've seen it all the way through four times. Like I like, okay, you got stuff on your list that you haven't watched yet that you want to watch. And I don't know why I'm just I'm just like that. But I mean, that's how I'm going to kick off this first season. I mean, we're going to talk about some really hot button issues and I'm not going to water it down. I'm not going to water down my opinions. I'm going to tell you exactly how I feel. If you don't like it, I'm sorry. I'm not sorry, but you know, whatever makes you feel better. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it just is what it is. It's my own personal opinion. I mean, you can always, you know, DM me, tell me how you feel. I mean, it's just how it is, but <sighs> 2021 let's just let's just let's start there let's just start at 2021 we are 15 days into 2021 my seven day trial i was done i was like you know what this ain't for me this ain't the business this just it ain't it and then it got progressively worse (laughs) not for me personally but it just got progressively worse because we we just going to talk about this. We're going to talk about this. And uh, I said, I want to talk about it. I wanted to share my opinions on it. I, it was what it was. It's happened. Everybody shared their opinion on it. And I just, I, I, I want some people on my Facebook feed to listen and just listen good. When I say this, I understand. I, I'm not saying that you cannot believe what you want to believe, but I just, I don't, I don't know. I I honestly, 
As everybody knows, that the Capitol building was kind of stormed by Trump supporters. And, child, it, 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 it was on and popping from there. On and popping. Because I, the first thing I thought about is, how number one, how did y'all get into the building? I have a list of questions I just wanted to ask. How did y'all get into the building? And and just get in the chambers, run amok, do whatever y'all wanted to do. And and, and won't no shots fired. Won't no I mean I just I don't get it. And 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 what puzzled me was as immediately on Facebook because I was at work. While all of this was happening, I was at work, minding my own little business in my own little pet care world. And I, I I I got on Twitter and everybody was talking about it. But at first I was confused because I kept seeing tweets was like, well, had they been black or had this and that and the other. And I was like, what are people talking about? But then I, I saw an article for it and I was like, oh, no. I was like a bunch of Trump supporters stormed the Capitol building. And what was this? The Hunger Games? And when I say that, I think about the Hunger Games. They stormed the Capitol building. You know, at the very end of the last movie with the explosion and her sister and all of that. That's what I thought of. That's immediately what I thought of. I was like, how the where y'all stormed the Capitol building? What is this? The Hunger Games? Don't y'all got like we supposed to have top notch security at the Capitol building, but yet y'all got in. Was was my thing. But I had been seeing um tons of things about how they had been black. Let me say this first and foremost. Had they been black, that wouldn't have happened. So many people, we would have had so many more casualties be, simply because they were black. And I mean, and, and and not everybody agreed with that. And that's okay. That's fine. You you believe what you want to believe. And you believe that um, had they been black, they wouldn't have been shot. But little do you know, yes, yes, they would have. I'm, I'm here to tell you, they would have. They would have been, they would have been shot right dead, right there. And I was watching this video of this girl and BET shared it. And she was, uh, she, she opened it up with, she said, I'm going to be black, but I ain't going to be brief. And it was like a five minute video. It's hilarious. And one of the things she said was they made it up the stairs and into the building. I said, had that been black child, we wouldn't have made it up the street. And there was a noticeable difference in as far as security and national guard and all of that there was like y'all knew this was was gonna happen as far as like the protest but y'all didn't think that amp up security because they were trump supporters i'm not criticizing anybody as far as what they chose to do as far as security wise but black lives matter went to the capitol and protested but y'all had armed soldiers there on the steps they won't get up in there. We won't get up in there. And 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 that's what I thought about. I said they made it up the street, up the stairs, and into the building. And when you think about it really hard, I when you think about it really, really hard, had they been black, they would have been shot. We wouldn't have made it up the street. The moment they heard us coming up the street. That they, they they just tear gas, rubber bullets, everything, just like they did everywhere else where there was a Black Lives Matter protest, and and I saw and I and I guess what 
what people are trying to get through is that we were fighting for our rights to be seen as equals and not to be shot by police and try to tell the world that us being singled out and shot by police, whether it's a traffic stop, whether it is, um, rather Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, and and it's just innocent people. Not we we just was protesting to not be shot, honestly, by police. And granted, I have police friends. I I I love the police, um, or at least my police friends because I know, even though. We are not the same skin color. Those friends have an understanding, have a know that I, because of my skin color, is not a. I am not a threat. I, I I'm not. And and they make sure with everything that's going on, they make sure that they are completely and one hundred percent aware of what's going on. I appreciate it, police. They are there to protect and serve, but I mean. There there are some that have this pre-racial bias, so to speak, and that black people are a threat simply because we are black. Just simply because, I mean, it, it just, it, if you want to cut and if you want to cut it and dry, if you want to make it cut and dry, th- th- those people were shot because they were black. Only reason. Because you felt like our skin color was a weapon. When... You have not the same skin color. We're just a different complexion. And you saw our skin color. Something that's completely defenseless. And you saw that as, as us using it as a weapon. And and that was my thing. That was what I mostly... I, I talked to my mom about it. I talked to her. I talked to her. And in the days following, I talked to her. And I talked to her. And I was like... I just... I can't wrap my head around the fact that these people that were Trump supporters made it down the street, up the stairs, and into the building. But when Black Lives Matter just wanted to march up the street, you you had to have such a heavy military um, presence there simply because they were black. Simply that, that I mean, simply because of that, and and not everybody will agree with me. I I mean, it is what it is. Not everybody's going to agree with me, but yeah, I mean, you believe what you believe, you see what you see, but without a shadow of a doubt, I mean, you without a shadow of a doubt, you you can you can't not see that, you you can't. You cannot not see that because it. You, I just I and and that's my that's my point of view on it. You can't not not see that. And I saw so much on my Facebook page. Yes, I I I can say I'm not gonna unfriend somebody on my Facebook page because they see things differently than I do. And and yes, I do have some some Trump supporters as as friends, and they've been they've been talking real reckless, real reckless. I, I didn't got I didn't got rid of a few, not because they are Trump supporters, but because simply they don't get what it means, what we are fighting for, why 
this election was so important to us as black people because I voted the way I voted. I'm going to tell you now, I voted the way I voted because I wanted to vote for somebody who would give. And I posted this on Facebook. I voted some, I voted for somebody that I felt like was going to give my people a chance. Not somebody who is open to white supremacy, the KKK, and any other anti-black racial group or organization or whatever else you want to you wanna call it. I think Aubrey said it in, in the Years Wrapped episode that when we say black lives matter, that doesn't mean white lives don't matter. Or all lives don't matter. What we are saying is. That black. This this stuff cannot happen. You cannot yell all lives matter. When black people are constantly. Every single day. Being shot down in the streets. Simply because they are black. Didn't do anything wrong. Didn't do. You know. Um, didn't break any crimes. Didn't do anything that was. Um, harmful to a police officer or to people in general. You you just you can't you can't like I said you can't not see that and and that's why I felt like it. it I I'm I'm a full advocate. It's my page. I do what I want to on it. I post what I want to, and it is what it is. One of my friends got the brunt of it because I mean you you my friend, but you 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 gonna understand. That I'm, I see though you will not see the world as I see it, because one, you are not me, and two, you are not black. You can have an understanding, but you, until you actually go through it, you, you don't know. I can explain it to you, but you, you won't know until you feel it yourself. And, and like I said, I'm okay with being friends. With people who support Trump, fine. You support who you want to. Honestly, it only matters every four years. And I guarantee you, it ain't going to matter the next four years. Because after they get rid of him this time, he ain't coming back. So you support whoever you want to. And any other Republican that get into the office, no, they ain't going to pull that white supremacy bull no more. Because they already know it ain't going to fly. Not, uh uh-uh. But this man got into office. And, and was an outright racist to say the least. And I felt like my, this episode, I felt like I need to say this. I needed to get it off my chest because normally I am in person, a really nervous person. If somebody, okay. Use this as an example. Somebody recently told me they, somebody, um, close to me and told me that they, they voted for Trump. Okay, then I just know I can't talk politics with you. That's it. I just know I can. We see pol- politics in a different in a different way, and that's okay because, like I said, it only really matters every every four years when it comes time to vote. I ain't gonna stop talking to you because you a Trump supporter. I'm I'm not because that's unfair to me and it's unfair to you. For something that that only really matters every four years, 
yes, you have to keep watching your politicians when it comes down to the vote. But as far as as big as this recent um, political debate and the way the politics world is now, you you can support who you want to support. I'm still going to be your friend, but I'm I'm going to let you know that this you, you support the outright races. You are. And that doesn't mean that you racist, but I mean, I'm going to be real cautious about what I say and do around you because you don't yet get it as far as what we are fighting for as a black community. We just, all we want is equality. That's all. And like I said, at the Capitol, somebody posted this on Twitter the other day that we are we are not asking for you to shoot them like you shoot us, but we are asking you to not shoot us like you didn't shoot them. That's all we asking for, because I mean, I I would wholeheartedly, I mean, after COVID, of course, would like to go out and protest, witness my first protest because I've never done it before. I want I want to have the experiences so I can come back and tell you guys about it. Um, I want to have the experience of being able to go out and protest. But I mean, in, in the climate today, I just I don't feel safe and I don't feel comfortable doing that because I, I would like to come home to my family afterwards and be excited. Like I went, mom, I went to my first protest. It was great. We were fighting. We were not fighting, but we were I felt like like a a group, you know, having that sense of community and somebody who understands um what we all have a common goal, you know. And I just felt like this all of this needed to be said. I I'm I'm gonna touch on the whole Facebook thing again. Is that I somebody told me um at work the other day they were friends with me on Facebook and I and they were like, well, you aren't afraid to post um, political stuff or you're not afraid to post, you know, be very vocal about what's going on about, um, you know, because after all of that happened, I said, had they been black and I left it at that. And he told me, he said, well, you're not afraid. He said, I'm afraid. I said, what you scared for? And I asked him, I said, what you scared for? What you somebody going to free you? That's OK. That that further justifies that I don't need you in my life because not only if you unfriend me, not only do you not get it, but you don't want to get it. You want things to stay the way they are, even though the way they are isn't right for for us, for us black people. Honestly, I I honestly just. And that's and I'm okay. I I have I have lost a couple of friends this this year. Well, last year, you know, living it in the past. Um, I have lost a couple of friends because I have been a little bit vocal. I haven't been as vocal as I wanted to be on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram and the other platform because I just I I also was like him. I didn't want to lose friends but everybody i have noticed a certain trend in trump supporters in my 
in my Facebook page is folks that I knew when in my teens. It was people that I knew then. And I'm a completely person. I said, had they, and I explained this to him. I said, people that I knew in my teens when I was a different person, they would not be pleased with the person that I am today and how vocal I am, how just how I am as a person. Because as a teenager, I was quiet. I did what I was uh, told. And I just let people, you know, be. But now I'm vocal. As I'm, I'm one of the most vocal people. If you want to argue, I'm going to argue with you. I, 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 yeah, we need to take the high road. But sometimes I, I get tired of taking the high road. I'm going to come down to your level and I'm going to show you what it is and what it ain't. And I say, and, and sometimes it's just, uh, sometimes you got to do that. And I feel like that the people that wouldn't be pleased with me now, it, I mean, it's the people, so what? I knew you were when I was a teenager. I ain't talked to you in years. So you, you on the low, low of the spectrum of the people. I'm not going to say, well, I'm going to say it on the low, low spectrum of people I care about. I'm I'm not here to please you. I'm not. You believe what you believe. Just and, and I'm a big advocate. Don't come up under my if I post something and you don't agree with me. Don't come up under my post being reckless. You better come proper. You better come right. Cause it, it's my page. I ain't gonna block you. I'm a, I'm I, I'm I'm not gonna take the high road. I'm gonna come right on down to your level. If you want to play in the dirt, we can play in the dirt. Honestly, I, I'm gonna be honest. If you want to play in the dirt, we can play in it. I just like, like I said earlier, I want people to have to to agree to disagree, and that's what I and that's what I did with the Trump supporter that um that is higher up on on I care about you spectrum because. We we just I know I can't talk politics with you. I am not gonna take talk racial issues with you. I'm not gonna talk racial anything with you. And but but you're gonna have this understanding that I'm black in America and I do certain things. You can get away right now in America, you can get away with certain things that I can't. Henceforth the capital. Thinking about the hunger games again. You can get away with things that I cannot dream of getting away with. Because, like I said, we wouldn't have made it up the street. They would have shot us as soon as we got to the foot of the stairs. And then also in that video from that girl on BET, she said, Oh, black folks know better than to go put your feet on somebody else's furniture. I thought about that. She said, Black folks know we don't go in nobody's house to put our feet on the furniture. You got your game. You what and that's and that's honestly i got an episode coming up being um being raised black being raised by black parents i'm not sure exactly what i'm gonna name it yet but it's about being raised as a black person in america the things that black parents do that i've noticed that white parents don't do and it's 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 a difference 
it's a vast difference. I have no, I have, in, in, in my years of living, I really never understood. I thought everybody was raised the way we were, but I was sadly mistaken. I, I was very sadly mistaken. Not everybody's raised the way we were because whew, we know not to do certain things. We know we couldn't think about thinking about doing certain things that other people get away with doing because, I mean, it's just a different. And not saying that anybody raised their children wrong. You raise your children however you want to. I don't really care. I ain't got none, honestly. I got two young siblings. One, uh, five, one, two. And... Ooh, are they? I was the experiment child, so I got away with a lot of things. That they, well, you know, no, I don't. I was a, my mom was a little bit more strict on me than she was on them. They get away with stuff that I can only dream of. Like you did what? You got an? Oh, no. Um, but that episode's coming up, and this, like I said, this season I want to touch on. Not just political issues. I want to touch on life issues. and But it's going to be a whole lot of blackness. I, I plan on having a whole lot of black guests. Talking about their experiences in the world. Um, some racial injustices that they've been through. Um, I'm going to talk about some some things that I've noticed. Some things that I've seen. Some Just what it's like to be you know black in America. And some things that we can um, we want to strive towards. To break those racial barriers. To show that. Just because I'm black. I still can do it. I can do it better. Or. I mean. You know. The use. But. I don't know. I'm just. I'm excited for what this season. Will hold. I'm excited for where I will go. I plan on being more consistent. I plan on. I know I. I last um last year i wasn't as consistent with uploading episodes and you know having guests but i have some people that i want to interview um i'm bringing quarantine conversations back this is my first solo episode in a very long time and i plan on doing more solo episodes but i i like interviewing people i wanted to be an interview based show most of the time because it's better when you have somebody else to bounce ideas off of and talk to and things like that. Because it's simply just, it just is what it is. And talking to other people is what we kind of need right now. Sharing experiences as a collective pot. I also have some other big ideas that I want to go through. I want to try a panel discussion type thing like on Zoom and taking the audio and things from it after talking to a couple of different people if I can get a couple of different people together so we can show and one thing that I want to do and I'm I'm thinking about it but I'm not sure really soon I just want to know what goes through the head of a Trump supporter I want to interview a Trump supporter to see what goes through their head as far as why they support him. And I don't want it to be. I don't want it to be. A confrontational episode. I don't want. Us to get. You know. Too hot. Too heavy. As far as. Political issues. I just want to know. Why do you support this man. And I'm going to tell you why. I And I, like I said. I ain't sure. I'm going to tell you why I don't support this man. And I'm. I'm I ain't going to. 
ultimately debunk everything that you say, but I'm going to just go ahead and let you know that, I mean, it, it just, this, this man ain't right. Why do you support him? I honestly want to do that. I want to, I want to interview a Trump supporter, but it got to be, it got to be somebody that, it got to be somebody that I, I am okay with them not talking to me for a while because I, I, I'm telling you, we, we, I ain't going to say we're going to go head to head, but I mean, I, I just want to know why you, I want to know why, why people support him. What's so special about him that got people so riled up right now and, you know, storming the Capitol building like in the Hunger Games. I just, I want to know. I do. And now I'm open to, you know, learning different things. I'm not saying Donald Trump was a terrible trash president. I I mean, he did some, some okay thing. I'll give, I, one thing about me, I give props where props are due. He did some good things financially for the United States. But he is missing that human aspect. Like, yes, this country is kind of ran like a business. But in every business, you have the people that back you. You, I mean, and you have the people that don't back you. But you still got to take care of them, though. At the heart of every business, it's, it's people. And I feel like he is missing that aspect of humanity, so to speak, as as a human being. Because, I mean that 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 was his downfall. I'm gonna be honest. That's that's his downfall. Because I told you financially. I mean, you did some good things financially for for the um United States, but you. If we don't have human rights and not everybody's being treated equally, money don't matter. It don't. I, money matters to black folk, but we want the opportunity to not only make the same money, but to be treated the same way across the board for everybody. Because, I mean, we we are the backbone. Us as people are the backbone of the United States. And for us to be as divided as we are, we're not going to run the business, so to speak, quotation, add quotations around it, the business like it's supposed to be ran. If the people are all divided into business, because then we are getting nothing done. But hopefully the upcoming administration, which is looking up to me, I feel like is is a big step forward because not only we do we have our first black vp but not only is she black but she a woman she is camilla harris i can't wait i can't wait to see what she does i really can't i'm i'm gonna definitely be watching inauguration day because i just i'm excited to see what her and joe do as far as a company, not as a company, but as a country and what things they have to bring us together as a people right now, because we are so divided.
And I just, I can't wait. I really, really can't. Um, Some things that I have been listening to this week outside of, you know, the use. I, like I said, the Jasmine Sullivan album, it, it slaps. My favorite song on it is Pick Up Your Feelings. And the only reason why I found that song is because of Avery Wilson. He did a rendition of that song and um, it was great. It was amazing. That boy can sing. That boy can sing. He can. And then, you know, earlier this month, Ariana Grande came out with her Netflix special. Um, And I got some songs off of that. Let me, Ariana got pipes. I, I, okay. I'm going to say this and some people may not like it, but it's okay. But Ariana is the, is the Mariah Carey of our generation. Because she, the notes that she can hit, hopefully, I mean, hopefully she'll end up like Mariah Carey, but you know, it is what it is. Um, Mariah, I just, I personally feel like Mariah just ain't got it no more. And and that's okay, girl, you better sell on your old coins. Not saying she old, but she better sit on them. She better collect, she better collect them coins for every Christmas for all I want for Christmas is you. You better collect them coins just from that song alone every year. Because it goes number one every year. I think the last, when I, I haven't really been, within the last five years, I have been really keeping up with Billboard and the 100. And she it goes number one every year. So you just better sit down and collect your coins from that. And that's fine. But I got some songs from her Netflix documentary special. And whew, I that girl got some. I never really listened to albums like long, big album, like full albums, unless I have heard like six or seven songs off the album. And I'm like, okay, this album's like, let me listen to the rest of it. But she got some hits, and that's basically what I've been listening to. You know, Jasmine Sullivan and Ariana Grande, because they're the two artists that I've been listening to that have really put out stuff and Tori Kelly and Jojo did a rendition of you make me feel like a natural woman. I ain't even going to get on that. My cousin Autumn, she loves some Tori Kelly and she loves some Jojo, but them two women right there, just, they shouldn't have done that to that song. That song slaps way harder than it should. But I like when people do old songs and bring like a new feel to it to, uh, to like a new modern feel to it. It always makes me happy because I you either can either it's gonna be really, really good or you're gonna trash it. Ain't no in between. Ain't no uh is this gonna be really, really good or you're gonna trash it. And if you trash it, don't do it again. <laughs> Stick to your original music. Don't re don't remake no music. Don't do it. And just leave it where it's at. Another song that I my I I, I told my best friend's sister the other day that my guilty pleasure. She told me she came in the house and she said her son was listening to uh he had doctor's appointment. He heard her son was listening to Body by Megan the Stallion. And it was just on the radio. And I looked there and I said, Girl, Body is my uh, you know, guilty pleasure. Megan the Stallion is my guilty pleasure. She is my guilty pleasure artist because she is not a part of the music that I normally listen to. But I'll listen to her music, especially body. She body, yada, yada. Like, it's great. It'll make you feel good. 
It'll make you want to get up and dance. And my little sister, she dances to body. Don't know why. My two-year-old sister dances every... That's her favorite song. Her favorite song. And I'm like, you don't even... You too. You don't know what she's saying. But I think she just likes it for the beat. <laughs> I think she just honestly likes it for the beat. But that is it for this episode of a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I feel like I did a whole lot of rambling, but it'll be fine. And next week, you can catch... Me, hopefully next week I'll be doing another quarantine conversations with somebody. I have some things in the works for the next couple of weeks as far as recording quarantine conversations and just putting them out. But outside of that, you guys, you can follow me and the podcast at Zay underscore Johnson. So that's Zay Z-A-E underscore Johnson. Everybody knows how to spell Johnson and the number 19. That's to keep up with me the podcast all the additional stuff that i'm doing in school out of school production wise i just be doing a whole lot i be i be busy i be book busy. all i say is book busy and blessed those are the, the three b's of life book busy and blessed because i just be doing a whole lot but all right you guys you'll hear from me next week